You are listening to Animal Soul Wisdom Radio, tapping into wisdom of our animals, angels, and masters with Darcy Pariso. Tune in monthly to learn how you can better understand your animals and deepen your relationship. This hit show calls attention to the many roles animals play in our lives. Through stories and insights, Darcy shares how animals assist us in raising our consciousness and fulfilling our soul's purpose. These busy healers help us with transitions and challenges, love us, and want us to have more joy in our lives. Are you ready to see yourself through your animal's eyes? Learn how they're helping you and walk through life with more ease and grace? Working with ancient healing practices, Darcy can guide you and provide inspiration to move forward. To learn more, go to DarcyPariso.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Darcy Pariso. I'm the host of Animal Soul Wisdom Radio. Hey, thanks for joining me today. And I wanted to remind you also that um, I want you to mark your calendar for the last episode of Animal Soul Wisdom that I'm going to be hosting on February 27th at 2 p.m. Pacific time. And I also, I also want to let you know that I'll be starting um, an Animal Soul Wisdom blog on my website, DarcyCariso.com. And you can follow me on Instagram, or you can check my Facebook page, Angels and Animals. And you'll also be seeing me on future podcasts, and I'm going to be a guest on other shows as well. So I'm really excited about today's show. My very special guest and my dear friend, Maureen Ravel of Open Hands Reiki is with me. And Maureen is going to be sharing her path and also um, her, her services and how you can benefit from them. And of course, it wouldn't be Animal Soul Wisdom Radio if there wasn't a story of how animals are helping and supporting us and supporting you. And so we're really anxious to get going. So we're just going to jump right in. Hi, Darcy. Welcome, Maureen. <laughs> so I'm so happy to have you well, here today. Thank you for asking me, to inviting me. Yes. And I appreciate it. So Maureen, do you see yourself as a healer? I know that your background was in nursing. Yeah, I did do healing. I did do nursing for 33 years. And um, I've been doing Reiki since 2007. So um, I used my Reiki in my, um, in my work as a nurse. But I was really feeling a nudge to get out of nursing and to do, uh, to do Reiki uh, all the time for other people. But because it was my because it was uh, what I went to school for and was certificated in and all that. I didn't want to just put aside my profession. And I started getting really anxious about uh, just going to work every day, the same job that I had done for 25 years. And I didn't understand why I was so anxious, but the thing was that my inner self was saying, it's time to move on. And my desires were to do more uh, healing as a Reiki practitioner, but I had this idea that I had to keep doing nursing because I had done it for so long and that was what I went to school for. So anyway, there was that conflict and my anxiety went up and up and up. And at last I just said, okay, I'm going to stop nursing and follow my, my heart. And I took a Reiki class after, the, after I left and uh, it was the Reiki master class because I had already 
been practicing Reiki since 2007. This was about five years ago that I left nursing to do Reiki um, more on a full-time basis. So um, I never looked back. I, I use all of myself in my sessions. Um, I've been called to be a healer. That's why I picked nursing in the first place. And it's, it's lovely. It's a lovely profession. Um, you get to help people every single day. Uh, but I felt like it was time for me to move on and do healing in a different way, in a, in a more holistic way. And Reiki gave me that opportunity to uh, use all of myself and including my gifts and Reiki um, to help people. So I feel like I still do nursing in a way. And um, but I really don't see myself as a healer per se. I see myself just as a person that's doing what I love. I'm just following my heart. And that really shows up because I see you bringing in all those elements, all those pieces of yourself and merging them together and then bringing whatever those parts of you um, are applicable for that particular client. One client might need one thing right. and somebody, someone different, need something else. So you do have a gift. I can say this from experience. I've seen Maureen as a practitioner many times and she's awesome. She truly is. Thank you. <laughs> I, I was just thinking about a story of a friend that I knew that was dying of uh, melanoma. And what he wanted, he didn't want anything to do with Reiki. What he wanted was for me to sing these funny songs from commercials and TV shows from when he and I were younger. And so one day I called him up and he says, sing Magilla Gorilla. So I sang <laughs> the Magilla Gorilla song. I was available, you know, to do whatever. And we have this idea that, oh boy, he won't, he won't take Reiki and here he is dying. I really want to give him Reiki. And when I tried to send Reiki, I could feel like there was resistance at times to that. Other times he was open to it. Uh, but anyway, this is what he needed. And just being available is healing. Just being what that person needs. And he would laugh and tell his friends about it. Actually, one day he called me with his friends all around him and said, will you sing this, will you sing this song for us? So, you know, I, I, I think the word healer is, you know, sometimes pigeonholed into, you know, Reiki's healing, but being a barista is not healing. I don't agree with that at all. I think that whenever we're working from our heart, we're giving spirit space to bring healing in and we're opening up a portal in that moment for spirit to work through us to for us to channel spirit even if it is Megilla Gorilla. Yeah and that's what I love is that <laughs> you you're in the moment you follow your guidance whatever feels right and you bring in that element of joy. It doesn't have to be so serious. No, it's like it oh there's a something that needs to be fixed. No it doesn't need to be fixed. No. Yeah. No. I love that about you. When a client comes in, I don't see them as broken. Nobody is broken. We're all perfect. I see each person as perfect when they come in. Of course, there's we all have issues and things that we need. We feel like if we would, were to work on this, if we just didn't have this issue, we would be so free. And that's true. Sometimes it just takes a little bit of a tweak in your energy field, in your way of thinking, you can feel the person's energy shift just by changing their mind about something 
or by opening, when they open their mind to something new, it changes the energy and that's healing. And so, um, yeah. And I feel like in your work too, that you're also opening um, like these portals of opportunities, whether they be something that's, you know, physical healing, emotional healing, whatever that client or that person needs. You just have those abilities to just be present and, and show up and do the work of spirit. You're very, right. you're very heart centered and very spirit minded. It's when, when I'm in that space and I'm sure every healer can say, or everyone who does this sort of work, energy healing work would say is when you're in that space and the door closes and the client is in there, you're totally a hundred percent there for that person, whatever it is that they need. Um, spiritual, mental, um, emotional, or, you know, physical. Whatever it is that they need, you're an open channel to supply that. And so I don't sit there thinking, okay, well, well, maybe they need mental healing. Or, wow, I think maybe they need... Actually, I don't even take information on the person before they come in because I want to be fresh for spirit to move in the way spirit wants to move. With that, And the way that it worked with Reiki is the thing that is the most important at the time that the person needs to deal with is what comes up. So um, I just tap into spirit and it seems to be the best way to start a session and to go through it the whole time. So I'm just like totally for that whole hour, hour and a half, I'm there for that person, whatever they need. That's what healing's about. You know, I have to laugh, of course, coming from my perspective. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I do the healing work, but I also yes. have to add that for those of you that have um, fur friends, animals in your homes, in your lives, um, that's what your animals do. They show up and they're present and they help you wherever you are. They meet you where you are. And that's the beauty of animals, too. And I mean, they love you where you are. Yeah, they do. They love you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and if you have an animal, you know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, very fascinating subject, favorite subject of mine, and I know it is of yours as well, about mm-hmm. spirit guides. How do they guide you, and how do you feel their energy? What do you want to share about them? I think one of the best things in life, actually, is, if not the best thing, it's kind of hard to say what's the best thing in life. That's, But one of the best things for me is my connection with my spirit guides. I mean, I think I, I do this work because I like to work with them. I don't say they work with me or they work for me. I'm not the boss. They're the, they're the experts on energy and spirit. So one of the things that I love most in life is working with my guides. Um, there's nothing like that. It's, you're in, this, in the zone, as they say. You're just kind of flowing and the things that come, the pictures, the, uh, the words for that person are always 100%, you know, helpful. And um, so my spirit guides are very precious to me. I feel like I'm their student. Um, so every day I sit with them and as a student would with an esteemed teacher and I, I sit there and I open up and see whatever it is that they, they have to tell me, which, whatever guidance they have for the day. Uh, frequently, they don't say anything. <laughs> so when I'm alone with my guides, they're not like bombarding me with lots of words or ideas. Sometimes it's just a couple of words here or an idea comes in there. 
Um, and that's enough, actually. It's, it's wonderful to just sit with them and feel their energy and meld energies with them. And uh, it's, it raises our vibration naturally. It's very enjoyable. And um, each of my guides have different personalities. So how is it that they guide me? Well, I can hear their voice sometimes uh, in, with my inner ears, sort of, as you, you could say. Or I'll feel, um, I'll feel that I, I kind of know what to tell somebody or I'll know something about their past or I'll get a vision of their past, um, something that's really pertaining to the issues that they're dealing with right now. Frequently, the things that are bothering you right now have roots way in, in childhood. And I'll get pictures of that. Um, so our guides help all these things to happen. And how do, we, how do I feel? The energy, I just, <laughs> I just feel it. Everybody feels it differently. So an interesting thing is um, that I can feel in my body what that person is experiencing in their body. So if I have a pain in my shoulder suddenly, of course the first thing I do is I say, okay, Maureen, are you standing funny? Do you have your hand in a funny position? Um, and then if the answer is no, <laughs> that I'm standing pretty normally and my hand's just fine, then I think, okay, it's that person. Either they need uh, a clearing of energy or they need to have some Reiki um, focused in that place in their body um, or they have an issue in that part of their body that's physical. So I go there. And so... How do you feel the energy? I don't really know how it is that it happens. I don't think any of us really knows. But I think all of these gifts of clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, claircognizance, all this stuff is natural. Um, I never tried to develop them on my own. I just want to be present and be that conduit and channel of energy for that person at the time, whatever it is that they need. So in the process of opening up like a flower opens to the sun, um, I open to spirit and I open to energy. And little by little over the past five years, I've developed these, these gifts. They've just developed. Um, do I really care? I don't go around saying I'm claircognizant, I'm clairvoyant. I, <laughs> I don't really care about that stuff. Um, but to talk about it, I don't talk about it because it's not important. I think it's natural. We all have it. And as we flex those muscles and do service to other, for other people, they develop naturally. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I love coming to your space in Edmonds, Washington, and you're, you're in a new space now. I mean, it's, it's the daylight healing center is the downstairs mm -hmm. Edmonds and then your new business. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah. Your, your office and the yes. changes. Daylight Healing Center is a healing center in Edmonds that I started about five years ago. And I've been feeling, this is like a theme here, I'm feeling, I was feeling that it was time for me to leave and to hand over the cloak uh, to somebody else. And uh, Lindsay Nguyen is a hypnotherapist that's been working with me for the last couple of years. And I felt like she's the one that, that should take on Daylight Healing Center. And that I should go off and actually 
I didn't go off anywhere. I just went upstairs. I have a, an office upstairs and I'm still really involved with the healing center. But uh, it just as, as of February 1st, it's not Daylight Healing Center anymore. Now it's Ascension Living Center, Hypnosis and Wellness. And um, that's Lindsay's name and, and it's her baby now. And so uh, I'm still really involved in the healing center. I still do uh, Reiki shares every second Thursday of the month in the evening. Um, and I also have occasional classes and workshops. I just recently had a, um, a Reiki, um, I can't remember the word, a Reiki refresher class, that's right. Um, and it was awesome. So I'll still be doing things there. But in the healing center, there's a lot of, you know, really talented people that I worked with and uh, will continue working with, like Elizabeth Stewart that does life coaching and she does Psych K and uh, her website's guidedalignment.com. Anyway, you can find um, all these people's names on the, the new website, which is ascensionlivingcenter.com. Um, you'll find Lindsay and Elizabeth and... Um, others that are doing amazing things like mediumship and um, there's a grief specialist and teachers and there's singing bowl concert that we have every couple of months or one to two months we have yoga and and other things we have guests come in and do events so it's it's a place of community and it's a place of ascension it's it's very well named Yes, and it's very it's a very loving and inviting space, and you feel very welcome when you come in. I've been there for several events. You know, you talk about how um, anyone can develop gifts, and I know you're such a wonderful teacher. I've heard it over and over from so many people. Um, but how do you recommend that people get started? How they develop their gifts, and like what they might use these gifts for? I think you know, developing your gifts happens naturally. I sort of alluded to that before as you do service. And so the more, Reiki is a perfect um, vehicle to develop your gifts because you're channeling this beautiful um, high vibrational energy and you're there for that person and you're just allowing it to flow through you. And while you're doing that, you also you know, naturally will get words or feelings that you want to share with that person that's receiving. So you're doing this service. You're totally a, a channel of service and it's a great place. Uh, and it's an accepting and loving, it's an appropriate place to develop those gifts. I guess, I guess what would be difficult is having the appropriate venue to develop the gifts in a natural way. And energy healing work is, is one of those that's really, uh, that's really made for that. I recommend you take a Reiki class. <laughs> and I know there's other ways to do, to do uh, energy healing work. Um, but anything that gets you in that space, as well as meditation, is, is going to open you up to developing your gifts. It's funny that all the people that I run across that are healers of one sort or another, or whatever term you prefer to use, they often say, you know, Reiki changed my life. Reiki opened the door. It just, you know, put me in alignment and things just started happening. Synchronicities, special events, the right people at the right time. Yes. And it's, um, you talk also about empowerment and 
what does that mean when people come to you and they're at different places in their life and they have different stories. And I know from having sessions with you myself that it's always really amazing to know like what's way back there, maybe something that's, you know, wanting to come up and show its face and clear and release it or, or take a look at this past thing or something future. You never know where you're going to go. You just show up, but I always leave or I used to always leave feeling very empowered and, and it's awesome because yes. that's my goal. Mm -hmm. My goal is, as I said, I don't feel that the people who come to see me, that anybody is really uh, broken. So um, healing, we use the word healing because probably there's not a better word for it. I feel like we're already healed, but it's just that we have to get our minds around who we are. And when we have things that happen in our lives that make us feel less than or um, unworthy or whatever it is that's happened, whatever society and conditioning and the world has done to you, um, those things make us feel that we are less than, that we're, it, they disempower us as children. And so, the process I feel of, of healing, if you want to use that word, is really empowerment because what, we're, what we see is that those things that have happened, um, we love those, those parts of us that have, have been hurt. We love the situations that we, that we have been hurt in. I mean, this is the process that we go through during the session. And we... Uh, we allow those things to have happened without wanting to change our past. We kind of integrate it better during the session. And when we do that, we are in control again of our own lives. No longer is this thing that, that has happened to me making me, in quotes, air quotes, be or act a certain way. Now I realize, okay, that happened to me and I accept it as part of my path. And I give myself the part of me that was hurt in that situation, love, because I did the best I could. I was innocent. I can love myself. And so after all that is done and you've integrated that, that uh, experience that may have been seen as negative in the past, and maybe it was negative and there was never anything positive in it, but you've integrated it. Now you're empowered to move forward without that impediment or that um, cord pulling you out of alignment. It's kind of difficult to explain. No, but, I understand. Yeah. yeah, when you talk about You kind of have to experience it, but I'm mm -hmm. sure you, everybody listening here has experienced that. Yeah, so. and sometimes we get stuck in old patterns and sometimes right. we have forgiveness work to do and it might be more about forgiving ourselves um, and it's maybe changing your perception or just, you know, it doesn't matter. Just releasing all that. I know you cut cords and you work with a lot of, you know, various areas, including certainly those, you know, like you said, with childhood and could be past lives that are coming in. could be any array of things. Yes. I don't usually think about past lives. It's not a go-to for me, but frequently when I'm working with somebody, uh, something will come up and they'll say, like, I will feel uh, an energy of, for example, betrayal. 
and they say, they'll look through their past and say, I don't remember that ever, ever happening to me before, but I do feel that energy. In those cases, it frequently is an ancestral, or not ancestral, but it's a past life thing. Something that you are, your spirit, your soul has experienced in a prior incarn incarnation, and you're carrying that with you so that you can resolve it. And uh, it's kind of interesting that it actually happens, but we release those things too. And I, the way that we do it is always different. I just ask my guides, okay, what do I do with this? It'll sometimes show up a certain way, like I'll see like an armor around the person that when the person who's on the table, who's, who's working on this with me, when they say, okay, I see that and I release it, I see the armor fall off. Or maybe it'll look like a, a string or a rope or something that they release with their hands. Or it's just like so many different ways. Sometimes their guides will come in and I'll see them with my, in my inner eyes, my third eye, you can say. Their guides will come in and they'll just take away that energy that you've been carrying around from a previous lifetime. So it can be anything. Actually, every session is a session of discovery because you never know what's going to happen. They're all different. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. And I've seen that as your client and I've seen that with my own clients that you don't know how it's going to show up. And sometimes it'll even seem a little, you know, bizarre, but yet there's the emotion or the release. And so, you know, that that's absolutely true. And maybe you're making it up in your head. It doesn't matter. But what's important is that, you know, the release is there, the clearing and the healing can start to begin. Yeah, so I wanted to talk a little bit about what is spirituality really about? Is it about learning um, new words and new new things about our path or about how spirit works? What is it about uh, spirituality, true spirituality? Is it about taking on a new um, belief system? I feel like, and I tell my clients this too, Spirituality is about releasing more and more of our preconceived notions about who we are, about how the world works. It's about a releasing and uh, instead of adding, it's about subtracting. We want to subtract, 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 even subtract the idea that we are somebody. <laughs> subtract our labels that say, Oh, here's Maureen. She's a nurse. She's a Reiki practitioner. She's a healer. Subtract, subtract, subtract. Because underneath all that is our core. Underneath that is our true being. It's our higher self connected with source, the divine. It's, it's ourselves being free from whatever has tied us down. Those beliefs that we have. And, and one of the, those beliefs that we have kind of tie us down. So um, when I was going through my shamanism training uh, in the beginning, one of the things that my teacher had me do was sit down and write down all my beliefs, which is really hard. You know, I couldn't just sit there and write them. It took about a week or two to write each one down. I mean, every belief that I have, even like gravity, um, like who I am, I'm a woman, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm a healer, I'm a nurse, I'm a, 
you know, shaman student, I'm a shaman, I'm a this, I'm a, I wrote them all down and the way the world works. Those things are important to know. What is it that you believe so that you can realize that you have the option of not believing it anymore. You can change your beliefs. And when you change your beliefs or remove your beliefs and say, you know, I'm not going to believe that anymore. I, that hasn't really helped me. Um, especially the ones that aren't beneficial, but maybe even the ones that we think are beneficial and aren't. They're worth, all of them are worth looking at. There's a reason you have that belief. If it was fear, was it something your grandma said? Was it something a teacher said to keep you safe? Was it, what was it? And, and look at each one because each one of those has a bearing on who you think you are and has a bearing on your freedom. We all want to be free. The only way to be free is to be free inside our minds so that our hearts can just, you know, we can follow our hearts easier. So when we, when we think about freedom, I always think of Nelson Mandela. You know, he was in that cell for how many years, but he was free. Why? Because, I mean, he could have just complained and felt miserable. It was a tiny little cell um, being in prison like that you know, wrongfully, the whole thing. But no, he chose to not have that belief, to not act in that way that would not be beneficial to him or anybody else around him. He chose the higher road. And um, so that's just one example of how our beliefs kind of paint us into a corner. And we often realize that maybe they're not even accurate and maybe and they're not ours and there's all kinds they're of things. Not they're not ours. <laughs> they're yes. Not. <laughs> very, very frequently they're not ours. Yes. You know what? We, um, we're going to take a short break, but please um, come back, everyone, because we're going to be talking about Maureen's new program, the Spirit Immersion Program. But before we do that, Maureen, could you give out your, um, your website and any contact information? Sure. My website is openhandsreiki.com. That's open, O-P-E-N, hands, H-A-N-D-S. Reiki is spelled R-E-I-K-I. So all those three words together, .com. So that's my website. And um, all my other contact information is on there. Okay, great. Yes. Okay, well, we're going to be right back with more Animals Soul Wisdom Radio. And... Keeping, Thank you. Yeah. So stay tuned. Okay. TransformationTalkRadio.com. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The power of inspiration and awakening radio with Juliet Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific. We'll take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Hey, welcome back, everyone. This is Darcy Pariso, the host of Animal Soul Wisdom Radio. And my very special guest today is Maureen Ravel. Hello. And we were talking about Maureen's services, and um, we wanted to start sharing about the Spirit Immersion Program. Okay. And that's something that's new, and I'm dying to hear about it because I'm familiar with a lot of your, you know, your practices and services, and this is something even bigger so please share okay well 
My spirit immersion program, it sounds like baptism. I was thinking about this last night. And it sort of is baptism in spirit, if you want to call it that. But um, it's, it's not religious in any way. I just, that's my background. So <laughs> what it is, is an intensive program. And it, it focuses on you and what your needs are. It's uh, six times we get together twice a month for two hours each time. Total is six, so three months. Um, and each time we get together, I'll bring uh, a channeled message for you. And then um, I'll also bring talking points as Spirit gives me these talking points before our meeting. And you can come with your own you know, subjects of focus. For example, maybe you want to talk about um, what is ancestral attachments? What does that mean? Or maybe you're really interested in uh, developing your spiritual gifts, or maybe you know somebody that's ill and you want to make a healing bag for them to carry around that would have healing properties for them. Or maybe you want to learn about how to clear space or clear your own energy or, you know, there's an, any number of things um, that you can talk, that we can talk about. So you can bring your list too. And it, it's sort of a mentorship program, but you're not, I'm not mentoring you to be me. I'm mentoring you to be you, <laughs> to come into your own personal awareness, aliveness, and power, and kind of gain mastery in your own life. Some, some of the sessions we might wind up doing some uh, intuitive Reiki on the, the uh, massage table, um, and many times we'll go out into the woods when the weather is permitting and connect with nature. Um, I just kind of go with what comes to me. And um, during the whole two hours, I'm listening to you and then channeling your, you know, whatever it is that you need uh, and giving that information to you. Um, it's just total joy for me. It's just so fun. And so that's where I'm moving into more is instead of, not instead of, but I, I plan to do a lot of these spirit immersion programs with people because I see that there's a real need for people to go deeper. And instead of taking classes about this and about that, this is centered on you and what you need. You might not even know what it is that you need. <laughs> But I'll bring those things up and those topics and, and what usually happens in this program because I've been doing it a couple of times now is that what you weren't thinking of actually is an important, it's an important topic um, that I, whatever it is that spirit gave me before the session. So, um, and then we go there and we look at it and, and work on it. You know what I really love about this? I know in my own path and so many others that I've spoken to or worked with that you get really excited about, you know, learning all these things and you take this class and this workshop and this thing and that thing and you grow and you find out, you know, what, what fits and maybe what doesn't. And it can be a life a lifetime. You can be studying for a lifetime. And that's okay because lots of people are, you know, students. <laughs> We're all students to a, a, to a degree. But when you have something so highly personal that's focused on you and what you need and opening you up, 
And I can see and feel that as you're describing it because I work with you. And I know the times that things have come up that I couldn't have expected. And that's what's beautiful. You show up and now what? Yes, I just love that. And when I was going to therapy the last time when I left nursing, I went into a big um, anxiety uh, whirlpool of anxiety. So I started to go to therapy and my therapist one day, he, he became a friend over time. And he said, uh, oh, I just went to this great um, workshop and we learned about uh, da, 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 all this stuff. And he was so excited. And at the end of his conversation, of what he was telling me, I said, yes, how did it change your life? And he said, smart ass. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a lot of great knowledge. I remember it because he called me names, but <laughs> it was good. I mean, it wasn't smart. It was just that I was, what I always ask myself is, all right, that's great to have that knowledge, but how has your life been changed? And that's, to me, that's where the rubber meets the road. You know, what you're learning, is it going to change your life? What can you take home? And in my spirit immersion program, as well as in my sessions, um, you get action um, items at the end that you can actually do at home to maintain that level of vibration or to maintain, you know, whatever work that you've done at the session. And they're all given from spirit. So they're usually really easy, but they, but you have to do them instead of think about them. And it might be something so simple as sitting for two minutes every day and filling yourself with light and saying, I am light. I am light. You know, two minutes can be a long time, <laughs> but this can change somebody's life. So imagine if you have like so much anxiety, you can't stop spinning in your mind around your anxiety. And to just sit down and go, okay, for two minutes, and look at the clock, and I'm just gonna see light coming in through the crown, my crown chakra, and just filling me up with this warm glow of beautiful, loving uh, energy. And saying, I am light, I am filled with light, or I am love. You know, it depends. Spirit will say different things. So um, how is it going to change your life? Did that change your life? That's the most important thing for me in all my work. And, you know, I, I see that and I've experienced it where you're, you're teaching and you're, you're learning, and, but you're putting it into your brain. And when you move to um, letting, allowing spirit to bring it into you, and into your energy fields, into your body, and you feel it in your heart, and it, it changes you. It can't, it can't do anything other than change you. It's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. It truly yeah. is. It's like and sitting under this beautiful golden light yeah. and feeling supported and loved. Right. That's what it's all about. Yeah, so Maureen, were you going to give us, were you going to do some channeling today? Or what language? Yes, something I was. About? I was excited about this because I felt like, when I was thinking about what to do, that came to me. And believe me, it's not the first thing that I think about. But one of the things that I do is, and uh, it can happen during a, you know, during an energy healing session with me, um, is, and I'll say it first so I don't scare anybody, but I'll say, 
is it okay, I'm going to chant now. I'm going to chant in light language. Light language is a, is a channeling of, of uh, a language. We might not know what it is, the specific language. Uh, it, well, you don't know, really, unless the person channeling it recognizes it. But um, you're allowing this, this song to come through and to do the work that, that you need to have done in your energy field, in your aura, or in your heart. Um, so I wanted to uh, chat, channel some light language chanting for a minute or two minutes um, now. And my intention is that this touches you, the listener, wherever it is that you need it right now and helps you release that thing or things that you need to release in order to move forward in your life. So if you're driving, pull over. Or listen yes, to the listen to the um, recording later. Right, right. Okay. So just get comfortable and just open up, and I'll begin. Hi, to just really, you know, take that in and maybe sit with it for a while if you can. Oh, I'm just there right now. <laughs> okay. I'm back. Beautiful. That was really beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I never know what's going to come through, but I love it. Yeah. So, boy, we talked about a lot of things today. Um, I know that we're, boy, we just have about maybe 15 minutes left of that. So is there anything else you'd like to bring up about? Yeah, I actually, I was thinking back about what I talked about, about my sessions and uh, the one, the one to one and a half hour energy transformation sessions that I do. I thought maybe I can explain kind of, what it looks like to have a session with me, what, what kind of what to expect. So 
um, if that's all right. Please do, please yeah. do. So when you first come in, um, as I said, I don't take a history on you. I don't really want to uh, get into uh, your past and your history because I want spirit to be able to um, show me all that stuff and show me what's important uh, about your life and so we can focus on on the important things because frequently what we think is important isn't the most important. Um, our vision of what's happening in our own lives isn't always accurate because, well, you know, it's subjective because it's you. So if you don't tell me about yourself and I start to talk about your mom, then you'll, you'll realize, uh, well, I didn't tell her about my mom. So this, she's not, I mean, this is coming fresh. So before you come in, I'll have a, a little channel message. It's like a poem uh, for you. And then I'll talk with you about um, what I do and kind of what to expect. And um, my one and a half hour sessions will sometimes talk, talk about uh, issues that you specifically want to work on. And I usually will talk about those things after you've been on the table because, as I said, I want to, you know, kind of go fresh on the table and see what comes. And then afterwards, if there's like a pressing need or a, a desire to know more about something or um, whatever, it can be anything. It can be an emotional issue or a family issue or a habit or whatever uh, then we'll talk about that and and of course you know I'm channeling all the time so whatever comes I kind of channel and spirit uses my past as a nurse as well um, and I'm a pretty good listener I'm actually I love being a listener more than talking yeah you're an excellent listener <laughs> I can vote so just... for that <laughs> Yeah, so this is kind of different here to talk this long. Um, so anyway, we, we, we go through that, and then you get on the table, and if I'm going to take my drum out and drum, spirit will sometimes say, drum to clear the energy, or drum to calm the person down, or to rattle, or to sing. I'll sing a light language. I'll, I'll always say so before. I won't just start drumming, and then you jump, into the, you know, into the air because you're freaked out. No, it's really calm. And so I'll say, I'm going to start drumming now. So anyway, or whatever it is that I'm going to do, I give you a little heads up. I'll also tell you what I'm feeling in your energy field and, um, you know, the issues that I'm, I'm feeling that are coming up. Um, and then as I go along and I discover things, I'll frequently ask, uh, does this make sense to you at all? I'll tell you the whole whatever it is that I'm seeing. And I ask you um, to symbolically or, or just verbally just go with what I'm, I'm saying and if it, if it makes some sense to you. All I need to know is if it makes sense. I don't need to know all the details. So if you feel like, oh, my whole world is going to be – you know, out in the open and exposed and I'm so vulnerable. Not really. Um, it's just spirit is very good at getting to the, 
the issue without me actually even knowing what it's about. Um, so I can't explain how that works, but so it won't, you know, it won't be rehashing old stuff, you know, and crying. And, and sometimes there's tears, but it's more of a gentle bringing up of the connections between the past and what you're experiencing now and, and a better way to integrate those things. Um, it depends for each person. Some people, you know, I'll just get a couple of insights from spirit and then spirit will say, that's enough. That's big. That's enough. They don't need any more because I'll be like, where's the rest? Is there anything else? And they'll be like, no, that's, that's enough. They just need to work on that and think about and integrate that. So we're all so different and other people, there will be a lot of information. So I just kind of go with whatever. And all the while the beautiful Reiki energy is flowing. It's balancing all of your chakras. It's uh, calming you. It's bringing you into alignment with your higher self, with the divine within. The energy in the room is very elevated. It's very, the vibration, it just feels really good. You can probably feel it just now talking about it. Um, and then when you're done, um, when I feel like it's, Time is, you know, we've, we've done all the work that we need to do. Then I'll you just sit, stay there for a bit and I'll go and get you some tea. And then you can sit in the chair. When I get back, get into the chair and just the easy chair and relax and drink some tea. And then we can talk if you want. Sometimes people don't want to talk afterwards because it's just, you know, you don't want to lose the energy of, of that moment. They sometimes by talking too much, we allow our minds to get back in and kind of break down and evaluate stuff that are better left in the heart felt. So we'll talk sometimes and sometimes we won't just kind of whatever comes up. I use essential oils. Sometimes I use crystals, the ones that want to be, used I ask them or I'll get a picture in my mind of a certain one and I'll go and retrieve it and put it on a certain chakra in the body uh, or body part or could be your knee or whatever um, yeah I think I've covered almost most of what happens it's it's a very calm process it is very calm it's very very healing and you just leave feeling like that heavy blanket that was cloaked around you just fell off and you're light and you're and you love yourself you just feel held and held yes. and loved and often like you know different I don't know there might be spirit guides or beings will come in and just support you and love you they might come right. through you they might you might just feel them around you there's just there's no I don't think you probably have one experience that's similar to the next or, no, or not all much different. Mm -hmm. But one thing I frequently uh, uh, hear people say is they feel like there's a motor running in their body. Like they're just vibrating afterwards. Um, and one time somebody, I said, I didn't, I asked this woman who hadn't had a uh, session before, how do you feel? Do you feel like a vibration? And she says, yeah, what's that? And I said, it's called well-being. <laughs> well-being. Yeah. It's, it's just like you feel like 
everything like a well-oiled machine, like your car just had a tune-up. That's how it's just right. Mm, that's beautiful. You yeah. know, this new energy of 2020, I feel that I'm often plugged in and mm -hmm. just kind of vibrating. I'm thinking, oh, this is really nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there definitely is a new energy. Yes. <laughs> and it's it's good. It's bringing us up to a higher vibration. It's um, it's lovely. We have a lot of help. We do. You know, on that note, I want to bring one thing up before we have to say goodbye, is I want to remind people that if you have um, animals in spirit, animals that have crossed over, that they too are often helping us and can yes. be um, your spirit guide. When my cat Sammy crossed over, she came back the next day and told me that she was going to be my guide and the mm -hmm. same for my daughters and, and she pops in and it's really funny because she will sometimes give me some really particular things to do, very specific, and other times it'll be more vague, but I just know that she's working on something and she gives me hints and there's just synchronicities. Do you remember when Stacy, I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, but remember when Stacy came and she talked about Ella yes. passing over? Ella the horse. Yes. yes. Ella was also a partner of mine, uh, the horse. And when she passed over, she came to Stacy and said that she was going to be her spirit guide, that she is her spirit guide. Actually, she was while she was in the horse body, but now she's even more uh, available to Stacy and she is her spirit guide. So I just love that. I do too. And that's what the animals tell me all the time that, you know, sometimes you don't want to let them go. You don't want to say goodbye. And they say, I can help you more from the other side. Yes. And they look, you know, they look forward to going home as much as they love us and want to be with us. When they go home, they're out of a tired body and a worn out body. Mm -hmm. So just keep that in mind that, you know, the really beautiful thing about it is that you know that you will see them again and love never dies and there is no death. I mean, we just, mm. we just go on and on. Um, we're about out of time, but Maureen, would you um, share your message and also give out your contact information one more time, please? Yeah. My contact information is openhandsreiki.com. <laughs> Actually, everything is on that website. And uh, if you want to leave me a message, you, there's a, a contact page to send an email and there's, uh, also a scheduler on on their self-scheduler, which is one of the best things ever. Um, so I, I, I guess at the end, what I wanted to talk about was um, that spirit, what spirituality is all about. And it's removing all the things, the societal conditioning beliefs that hold you back, that are not your true nature. Your true nature is what you were born into when you, when you were first born, when you came here, you were open, you were innocent. This is what we want to get back to. And in that place is, you know, potentiality is, is there's so much potential for us to grow, to experience life. We're here to experience life, to experience being spirit in this body, to kind of ground spirit into, uh, into the the earth in a way and um, we can better do that when we remove all those things that are in our way from being true nature and um, yeah let's see I guess if about one more minute I think <laughs> yes well I guess I could say this is my little tag it's it's my joy to see you grow in your power in your person and in your peace 
Thank you. Thanks, I'll leave you Darcy. with that. Thank you so much, Maureen, for being here today. And Thank I want to remind you, you that I will be um, with Animal Soul Wisdom Radio on Thursday, the 27th at 2 p.m. Pacific time. So please tune in and also watch for me. Um, you'll see me on Angels and Animals, my Facebook page, and I'll be doing more um, blogs on my website. And you'll see me um, as a guest on other shows too. So, you know, keep in touch and I hope you can tune in on that fourth week of the month. Thank you for listening. This is Darcy Pariso at Animal Soul Wisdom Radio. Thank you for listening to Animal Soul Wisdom Radio, tapping into the wisdom of our animals, angels, and masters with Darcy Pariso. Tune in monthly as Darcy shares stories and insights on how to better understand and deepen our relationships with animals. Working with light and ancient techniques, Darcy is here to guide you through the process and provide inspiration to move forward. For more information or to listen to this show, visit DarcyPariso.com.